The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Let's get this show on the road, huh? Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Things happen when you leave the house. It's called life. The time has come. The time is now. Okay, well, that sounds like a foolproof plan. We are the voice of the outdoors for over 15 years. It takes a big person to admit when they're being a total dumb-dumb. That wouldn't be a problem. And stewards of the American spirit. This is what a generation raised on Bart Simpson looks like. This is the revolution with Jim and Trev. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Today on the Fish in the Boat List, Travis loses another massive lunker to an eagle. So last Saturday, I, I I caught the new world's record bass. It actually weighed 25 pounds, 3 ounces. And just as I was taking it off the scale to snap a photo, this eagle from hell flew in and snatched it out of my hands. And now, nobody, nobody will believe me. That's a tall tale, boy. Sure you ain't been drinking? Keep your head up, baby, because it's like Luke Bryan says, hunting and fishing and loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays, and, and, and thank God he made you this way. Be sure to catch next week's episode of The Fish and the Boatless, where Trav gets killed <laughs> by an eagle. Does it get more patriotic <laughs> I know, than an eagle Dude. stealing your, your giant catch? Like... Like, well, how about the eagle that's going to kill me in next week's episode? I know. <laughs> I, I think it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's American. We might need You're to get... You're bleeding red, white, and blue. That's might, a cliffhanger right yeah. there. We need to get some new riders. How come I die in every episode? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is the June Fishing Free for All on today's show. I'm so pumped about this. First time ever, going to be joined by Doug Stangy. Yeah, he's the editor of In Fisherman Magazine. Plus the host of In Fisherman TV on Sportsman Channel, and that is Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Now, Frank, do we have a clip? All right, Frank says we have a clip to set this little audio bit up. Uh, here is Mr. Doug, and he's talking about crappie fishing. And don't just limit your searches to weeds and reeds. Take a listen. Doug Stenge. Famous Mississippi reservoir like Grenada. Um, world-class crappies, two to three pound fish down there. They're not pushing into weeds so much as it is buck brush and that kind of thing. So you'll get crappies pushing into this buck brush. So instead of reed cover or weed cover, You've got the buck brush. You'll find Jim there, too. That's right, rubbing my antlers. And the buck brush. That's it. He's a big old... Buck? Buck. (laughs) (laughs) He's a big old something. Thank you for saving that. All right, then we're going to be joined by, once again, Mr. Doug Guy Stangy. He is going to be joining us for a special doubleheader. Then we're going to be joined by Cat Daddy. He is our Kansas Catman. Then Charlie Moore. He is the host of Charlie Moore No Offense, airing on WFN. That is World Fishing Network, and that is Sundays, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But Mrs. Bunny, you are here. Hey, guys. And what are you going to talk about? Locating the bass bite. All right, Mrs. Bunny, she's talking bass, and she's brought to you by Nissan. Mrs. Bunny is a bass fishing goddess, so we should listen to her. And she's brought to you by Nissan at NissanUSA.com. Okay, June means everyone's getting out their lawnmowers. 
But as oh, much... Oh, screw that. I want to go fishing. <laughs> but as much as there's grass growing here, there's also, you have more aquatic vegetation coming up. So you're having uh, bait fish and frogs and crayfish and other bass forage that go to the shallow waters um, to get to the protection that this vegetation offers. So uh, buzz baits are great for catching bass in this kind of green area. They can be fished over weed beds with fewer snags uh, than a topwater lure with two or more treble hooks. If you cast beyond the weeds and you start to lure back with a quick retrieve that brings it to the top to kind of skip over the vegetation. That's a very good tip. What else you got? Uh, savvy anglers move in close and fish under a lot of man-made structures where large mouths often hide. Um, short, light spinning or spin casting outfits are handy for this kind of fishing because it allows anglers to skip, flip, and ricochet small jigs or plastic worms into tight areas. I think you guys talked about this with Mark Zona not too long boat ago. Boat docks. Yeah, boat docks and things like that. So uh, boat docks, piers, boat houses, all these places that you can um, cast to that uh, the fish kind of hang out in those locations. So Go hang out under the bridge. Exactly. Uh, do some of that day drinking and rip some lips. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a scat. Uh, up a creek. Uh, fishing uh, tributary creeks is a good summer pattern. Look for those with slow, steady currents and plentiful woody cover. Uh, if you go up upstream as far as possible and then fish your way out using uh, plastic worms, lizards, and grubs and working them around timbers and stick-ups in the creek channels and along shallow banks, and then you can uh, fish all the cover thoroughly that way and get more bites. Mm. Uh, stormy weather. Uh, we've been getting a lot of this lately. We've got a yeah. lot of rain and things like that. So uh, when summer storm hits, bass may quit biting pretty abruptly. With lightning or high waves, obviously you need to get off the water. However, if it's safe to stay on the water, you can look for bass in the thickest cover available, like willow thickets, lily pads, all that good stuff. You position your boat so that the wind blows you against the cover and then work a noisy topwater lure such as a prop bait or a buzz bait parallel to the cover's edge as close to the vegetation as possible to draw the bass out. It's like Jimbo. He's a stress eater. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you know, those bad storms, you know he's going to bite. <laughs> All right, what else, Ms. Buddy? Uh, bridge games. Uh, hot weather bass also orient to bridge pilings and uh, deep riprap. Yeah. With sonar, you can ease along bridge pilings and spot any fish concentrations while also pinpointing their depth. When you locate them, then you can back away and cast beyond the pilings, allowing a jig or spoon to fall to the correct depth before beginning a slow retrieve. Keep the lure close to the pilings and then you bump them occasionally. Uh, when fishing riprap, concentrate on rocks under the bridge. Usually the bass hold at the deepest edge, enjoying the shade provided by the bridge. Uh, you can work the spinner baits um, or bottom bouncing crank baits here and prepare for some fun and a lot of hookups. All right, so we got time for about one more tip, Mrs. Bunny. Okay. What do you have? How about vertical jigging with a lipless crankbait? Ooh. It can be deadly on bass suspended around structures such as bluffs, bridge pilings, and sunken islands. Position your boat over the target structure, then lower the lure to the bottom. Engage your reel and take up the slack and then jerk the lure off the bottom two to three feet and let it free fall. Maneuver your boat along the structure, pumping the lure this way all along the way. Mrs. Bunny, those are good tips. Great tip. Catch some bass, boys. All right, Jimbo, give me two lures you couldn't live without this spring. Uh, a spinnerbait mm -hmm. and also uh, a plastic worm. That was pretty nondescript, but okay. <laughs> you know, like... I like the six-inch ringworms, oh, really. Okay, there you go. And then I can get a little salve and put on it. Now he's being a tease. <laughs> All right, so uh, that was not useful whatsoever. <laughs> All right, so you know what is useful? Coming up next, All right, Mrs. Bunny, your tips were amazing. Thanks, guys. Jimbo, you're so flat. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, Doug Stang, he's coming up next. He's going to talk all about crappie fishing. Yeah, and we've never really just caught crappie fishing on the show. No, I love crappie fishing. All right, so don't go anywhere. Doug Stang, the first.
first part of his two-part interview is next, and he's the editor of In Fisherman Magazine, plus the host of In Fisherman TV. And it airs Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel, but this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan Silencer Shop, Cinch Jeans, High Mountain Seasoning, and Cabela's Doug Stangy. Coming up next, don't go anywhere. Miss Bonnie? See you guys. You are amazing. We'll return right after this with Doug Stangy. Peace. With Jim and Trav, always cutting edge with the latest on all things outdoors. Connect with the show on social media and the brand new JimandTrav.com. Stay right there. The revolution will be right back. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This is how we do it. It's real people, real adrenaline. The new app that lets you stream from the world's largest library of exclusive outdoor content. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. You can even download. It's adventure to go. That's what I'm talking about. Powered by the leaders. Built on the experience of legends. Start your free trial today. Download the My Outdoor TV app right now. You hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's going to do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper to bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job, and you can keep doing yours. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper to bumper. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and our June Fishing Free-For-All. Now, a two-part interview with Doug Stangy, host of In Fisherman on Sportsman Channel and editor of In Fisherman Magazine, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. This is part one. Doug Stangy is a fisherman. Doug Stangy likes to hook up. Doug Stangy is a fisherman. Doug Stangy likes to rip lips. You're not good at clapping. Doug Stangy! He's the man. That is that is a catchy tune. You do you quit clapping now. <laughs> Alright, so what are we talking about today? Hey, we're talking June fishing free-for-all on today's show. Yeah. And before the break, we heard from Mrs. Bunny, and uh, she was talking about great ways to catch bass. Yeah, June fishing free-for-all really rolls off the tongue. It does. <laughs> Alright, All right, so we are just now being joined by Mr. Doug Stangy, and he is the editor of In Fisherman Magazine. Plus, he is the host of In Fisherman TV on Sportsman Channel. Make sure you watch that Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll tell you what, God created everyone equal. Except for Doug Stangy. Except for Doug, because he's a pimp. He's the boss at catching massive slabs A crappie. Dude, Doug, we love you. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, greatest introduction I've ever had. Thank you. <laughs> well, they, we practice it yes, uh, yeah. quite extensively. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about crappie fishing, man. I absolutely love to catch crappie. So does Jimbo. We were watching a tremendous uh, tip of you on uh, In Fisherman, your, your website, 
Uh, and you were actually using uh, Johnson Crappie Buster uh, Panfish products, some of their new base, the Shad Curltail and the Shad Swimmer. These are actually injectable baits, man. Tell us about these. On the injection side of things, uh, I'm not real sure how well that actually works to trigger fish, but I do it all the time. So what you've got is you can add scent and taste and then when it gives off the essence of this stuff, it also gives off scale. So it's kind of a visual thing along with scent and taste. So pretty cool product. Yeah. Do you remember back in the 80s when they had the spray that you could put on uh, oh, yeah. your plastic worms? And it kind of oh, gave yeah. that, that shimmer look, uh, maybe a little oily, like a, a, it was wounded yep. or something like that. Is that the same idea? Uh, basically, re- revamped just a little bit and probably in the... On the order of Berkeley, uh, actually doing a lot more science and some of that early stuff that came out. So there's pretty strong stuff behind this stuff. Well, it's pretty cool on those, uh, l- let's just say the, the shad curl tail. Let's say you're going to be using that. Underneath, there's like a little slit, and you have this little squeezable bottle, and you can just inject it. And you're also saying uh, for that, that site presentation, you can put right. along a, a little bit along the back of the bait itself, can't you? Yeah, and so, again, a uh, great little presentation. Of course, the actual process of fishing goes well beyond that. You know, it's always a matter of first you got to find the fish. You know the process. And then it's always first and foremost is always depth control. Yep. And then how you're moving the bait or speed control. So that enters the picture, too. So a lot of the secondary characteristics of what we talk about in fishing aren't really as important as those you know, the first two variables. So I was out doing the same thing that we were, or you're talking about yesterday. Um, instead of the longer rod, uh, the longer rod is great uh, when you can get, stay a little bit farther away from the fish because then it's just a swing. Yeah. You probably got about two feet of line out with your lure. And so this was all visual fishing in these reed beds in the North Country. And so then you see the fish and you flip past them and you try to bring the lure past the fish. So very visual, uh, very exciting. Uh, you can harvest selectively, so, you know, you can keep a meal of fish most of the time, let the big ones go, and keep some of the medium ones. Yeah. Now, when you're out there, now you go to a lake, and you know that there's crappie in it. How do you actually locate those fish? I yeah, mean, you target them. Yeah. You, you were talking about reed structure, but there are other things, like, you know, you've got natural lakes up in Minnesota where we're down here, we have reservoirs. Does that change? Right. And it's all about the progression, the spawning progression uh, as it you know, from, I mean, you start in Texas in late February, and you'll have spawning fish then, say, in Mississippi, late uh, March and into early April. Uh, you get a little bit farther north, like, and I'm not, I don't have a real good read on your Colorado reservoirs and some of those western reservoirs that actually have some crappies, but then the whole process kind of finishes up north in June here in northern Minnesota and into Canada. So then it's all a matter of, well, the fish want to push shallow as soon as the water temperature reaches about 50 degrees. And that first initial movement shallow isn't about spawning so much as it is about feeding. But a lot of times those fish push into the same areas that they're going to eventually spawn. So famous Mississippi reservoir like Grenada, um, world-class crappies, two to three pound fish down there. They're not pushing into weeds so much as it is uh, brush, buck brush, and that kind of thing. And a lot of times those reservoirs are also, you know, raising from, or the water levels are coming up at the same time. So you'll get crappies pushing into this buck brush. So instead of reed cover or weed cover, you've got the buck brush. So it just depends on what 
habitat is shallow when you first get this initial push of crappies when the water temperature hits 50. Eventually, they'll start to spawn when it's in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Talk with uh, Mr. Doug Stangy. He is the host of In Fisherman. Make sure you watch it on Sportsman Channel Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Plus, he is the editor of In Fisherman Magazine. Uh, now, going back when you were actually sight fishing for these crappies, you were using a 10-and-a-half-foot Air Berkeley rod. Uh, and you were talking about your rod and saying you don't want a very limp tip uh, for this type of fishing. Now, explain to our listeners why that is. Well, first of all, you're also going to be fishing, uh, given that there's a lot, you know, cover. And so it wouldn't make any difference if you're in Buckrush in Mississippi or Texas. Yep. Or if you're in this reed cover in Minnesota or Wisconsin or some place like that. Uh, you need, first of all, instead of light line, like four pound test would be more typical, you need to go to like six or eight. And the longer rod helps you pull fish straight up out of the cover, get them on the surface, and then slide them across the water. So it's, it's, uh, that's part of the thing. The other part is that you want to be able to, if you have a limber rod, you can't maneuver the rod tip that well. It kind of goes whoopa, whoopa, whoopa instead of tingle, tingle, tingle. And you want to be able to put that little tingle, tingle, tingle in your bait. Uh, and so not too limp, uh, even though most people associate crappie fishing with limp rods and real, or limp rods most of the time. You bet. Hey, Doug, we got to take a break. Can you stick around for a second part, or is that going to be too much of a problem? Hey, no problem. All right, folks, you heard it from Mr. Doug himself. He is the host of In Fisherman TV on Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, plus the editor of In Fisherman Magazine. He's coming back for another beating. That's <laughs> Anyways, it. Uh, part two with Doug Stangy is coming up next. Don't go anywhere, but this has been presented. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. We will return right after this with Doug Stangy. But first, here's Mrs. Bunny. And now, Mrs. Bunny with some cool tips on trout. Catch more trout this summer. The value of the thermocline is often overlooked by anglers, but it plays an important role in catching summer trout. During the summer months, you'll increase bites and or catches by trolling spoons, stick baits, spinners, and night crawlers through the thermocline. Before you head out on the water, call ahead to your local marina or tackle shop, where more than likely they'll be able to give you an up-to-date information on the thermocline which will in turn help you catch more trout like the outdoors like shooting guns like trucks like barbecue like wearing camouflaged underwear just for fun we totally understand stay tuned more revolution with jim and trav coming up next America's first family of shooting. The Mitchellucks are back. Pretty soon, before you get old and decrepit, uh, you need to make a world record attempt. This season, the competition heats up. There's a lot of range. I know, but you don't have a life for it. <laughs> and for Lena, the call-outs are fierce. Sound like a challenge. A challenge? Do you want yeah. a duel? Go get your shotgun, little girl. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Shootout Lane, Wednesday at 8.30 on Outdoor Channel. <laughs> I got you, Lena. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Celebrating 25 years in business, High Mountain Seasonings has released its 25th Jerky Kit for 25 years. Try our new Spicy Lime Kit today. It is sure to be a hit. See our complete line of products at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't check for traffic updates. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. 
the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. It's our June fishing free-for-all this week. Now let's get back to the revolution with Jim and Trav and Doug Stenge, host of In Fisherman on Sportsman Channel and editor of In Fisherman Magazine, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part two. Hey, we're back talking with Doug Stange, and he's talking about crappie fishing. He is the editor of In Fisherman Magazine. Plus, he is the host of In Fisherman TV on Sportsman Channel, and that is Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Hey, Doug, now when you're out there and you're locating crappie, I mean, you find one, you find two, uh, how do you exactly locate the school? That's right. When they school up, man, when you find one, do you find maybe a dozen? Well, in the reed bed situation, what happens is, is that uh, when they first hit the reed bed, they move along the outside edge of it. And then as especially, and you need to do this, you need actually to watch the weather and you need a, re- a relatively calm day with sunlight because actually then you can't, with uh, cloud cover, you can't see what's going on. So eventually as the day warms up, the fish push into the reed cover and they don't school very well when they get into that cover. So they lose track of each other. So you may have two, three, four in an area, and um, then it's just a matter of looking at the reeds and how they're laid out and how the fish are um, uh, maneuvering about in the reeds. And the best thing to do with the lure is flip it past them, then bring it past them, especially moving into their head instead of sneaking up from behind. So all little uh, working priorities uh, once you get in the reed bed, I guess you have to say. Yeah, now, do you, do you find now, the old school guys, they've been using minnows forever. Do you find that this Johnson uh, lure works as good, if not better, than the minnows? Yeah, the, the whole minnow thing is highly inefficient when you get in cover like that. Um, it does certainly work, of course. Um, but it's just, I mean, the crappies don't care. It's not even that big a deal exactly which lure you have on. Uh, I was using those Johnson um, plastic baits on a, I think, a 32nd ounce head at that point. Uh-huh. But uh, little hair jigs work. Uh, yesterday I was using a jig head with a tiny spinner on it that seemed to work quite well. Um, so, there, you know, there's a lot of different options. There's no one secret lure for this particular thing, and it certainly isn't minnows, which you then have to take on and off all of the time if you lose one. Um, this is much more efficient fishing. Yeah. Now, is it true that you can telepathically talk to crappie? Because I think I think you, you have you, to. your word. <laughs> you you know what they're thinking, man. I can absolutely assure you, after forty years of doing crappies <laughs> like that, that I don't know that much more about them than when I started. So. <laughs> I don't know, man, because we were watching and you caught, I mean, slab after slab of crappie, just a mess of crappie, and those were decent size. Oh yeah, well. Uh, again, what we do is practice selective harvest. So if I'm catching fish in the North Country that are a pound and a half, I'm typically letting them go in favor of keeping fish that are 10, 11, 12 inches, which are going to weigh, you know, three quarter to a pound. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, now a, a little bit off from the crappie uh, uh, subject, but uh, you've been the editor for like nine bazillion years of In Fisherman magazine. And you and I met each other back in the 80s. And, and I remember uh, uh, meeting you very well. Now, the thing is, in Fisherman, when you think of that magazine, you think of walleye because it's a northern, we'll say, magazine. But of all of the species of fish that you have caught in your life, which is your favorite? 
Oh, boy. You know how many times I've been asked that? And oh. I don't have one. I honestly do not have a favorite species. In fishermen is really, it's not the walleye thing so much, although I, I know that that comes up in just the context that you just talked about. But in fishermen is primarily all about multi-species fishing, both the magazine and the television program. And so in each issue of In Fisherman, we promise that you will get an article on largemouth bass, smallmouth bass, some sort of panfish species, some sort of catfish species, either pike or muskie and walleye. Um, so that's the promise that you get in each one of the seven magazines that we put out per year. And then when it comes to the television show, we promise and have long promised, and I think this is one of the reasons we've been remained quite popular, is that we promise that we will take, in each uh, show, we're going to take people to three different places in North America to fish for three different fish species. Oh, wow. So the whole program isn't 20 minutes on largemouth bass or muskie. It's six-minute, seven-minute segments on three different fish species. So it moves along pretty quickly. Uh, it's like your radio programs, you know. Um you move from this to that, and it's not the same subject entirely, although, you know, the same week long and that, and that kind of thing. So, so we fish for, I mean, the giant fish in freshwater. It's all freshwater fishing, too, by the way, except for the nearshore waters. We fish for redfish and tarpon from time to time. But you, oh, yeah. The logic there is that you can take your freshwater tackle and be very successful in those nearshore waters for redfish. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Doug Stang. Of course, he is the editor of In Fisherman Magazine and host of in Fisherman Television. That's right. Make sure you watch it Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Such a fantastic show. You guys and gals have to watch In Fisherman on Sportsman Channel. Once again, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Now, Mr. Doug, to find out more about you, more importantly, to subscribe to In Fisherman Magazine, where do we have to head to online to do that, buddy? Oh, it's just simply InFisherman.com. And, of course, there's a Facebook page, so... We have a quite um, vibrant digital entity in the InFisherman.com. So I-N hyphen Fisherman.com. All righty. Once again, that is Mr. Doug Stangy, and he is the host of In Fisherman on uh, Sportsman Channel Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, plus the editor of In Fisherman Magazine. Got to get to a break. Mr. Doug, man, you are a legend. God bless you, and thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Same to you guys. It was great. Thank you. You bet. Hey, coming up next is the Kansas Cat Man. That's old Cat Daddy himself. Talking catfish and bean holes. You can't beat it. All right, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and my outdoor TV, Mrs. Bunny. She's up next. She's right now. Take a listen. And now, here's Mrs. Bunny on how to fish for big bluegills. Fish for big bluegills the same way you fish for bass, only on a smaller scale. Make your presentation look as similar as possible to the bluegill's natural food. Large bluegills are more wary than smaller ones and aren't as apt to bite, especially when they're in shallow water. So stay as far away from the spawning beds as you can and still successfully reach them with your cast. If fishing from the bank, walk softly and make as little noise as possible and keep a low profile to avoid casting your shadow across the beds. You know when you walk into someone else's house and smell what they're cooking? That's exactly how this show smells if radio could give off an odor. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue in a few moments. I love TV and movies. Sometimes I see a scene and I think to myself, can you really do that? I'm here to put Hollywood to the test. We're going to need a bigger boat. 
Hollywood Weapons is like Mythbusters on steroids. It's a scientific show. They film and TV lovers show how you do stuff behind the scenes, and then you put this knucklehead to the test and see if he can actually make that shot. Smile, you son of a... Hollywood Weapons. Fact or Fiction. All new series. Monday nights only on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings has all your spring and summer grilling needs. Specifically designed for game and fish, try our 16 different shaker seasonings and look for our new rub line in the large bottles. Don't forget to try our new finishing sauces. Find us on the web at www.himtnjerky.com or look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid, the new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav. And now, just when you thought it was safe to go back on the water, it's Cat Daddy and the revenge of his bean hole. Brought to you by Cinch, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Check them out at cinchjeans.com. And I've brought you guys a whole bunch of baits. I've got I've got the clam juice bait. I've got the, the chicken liver chum bait. I've got the garlic worms. I've got stink bait made with cheese. I brought you guys some dough baits. <laughs> There's a reason for every bait. You know, I think he was reading that right off a Taco Bell menu. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love catfish tacos? <laughs> all right, so this is June Fishing Free For All on today's show. That's right. And before the break, we heard from old Doug Stangy and what some great tips on catching crappie. Yeah, make sure you watch In Fisherman on Sportsman Channel, and that is Sundays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Plus, he is the editor of In Fisherman Magazine. Yeah, now let's get down and dirty. Let's get stinky with a cat daddy. All right, all right, he is the cat. This is Catman. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Well, I tell you what, I just found out something yesterday. What's that? When the fish when the fish are locked up on spawn, they just don't bite where the hoop. <laughs> oh, no way. Seriously. Even you oh, struck out. Oh, man, I'm telling you, me and the wife went out yesterday just to try out this little spot. And I tell you, you know, we caught one fish all day, 11 hours of fishing. Now, how long is it, this transitional period that they're in, uh, how long is this going to last for? I think it's going to last about a week, week and a half. Oh, it's not too bad. Oh, no, it ain't too bad. I mean, you know, uh, you can just unthaw some, uh, you know, some cat out of the freezer and just cook it up. And, <laughs> <laughs> you can make it through it. You can make it through it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, well, now the thing is, when you're when you're out there, uh, if it's just the blues, man, you've got a lot of other species of catfish you can go for, but I know you probably like to fish for blues because they fight hard and they're very plentiful. Is that true? Oh, yeah, yeah. Them, them blues is they're a monster fish, man. I mean, they, they're just a fighting machine. You know, Milford, Melbourne, Pomona, and John Redmond are packed full of knives catching good eating blues. Yeah, all right. So we're talking with uh, Mr. Cat Daddy right now. God, make sure you got to hop online, check him out, catdaddyguideservices.com. Book a trip with this man. You'll never regret it. All right, so we're consistently getting up into the 80s, low 90s. That, me- that means one thing, the bean hole ain't too far off. How far you is it going to be? believe it. <laughs> when are we going to start the bean hole? 
well, I tell you, it might be sooner than what I think because these lids are starting to bubble off the top. Oh, <laughs> are they really? Yeah, my neighbor's two blocks down has been hollering at me. So, <laughs> you know, it's just it, the grand funk is almost ready. Now, when do you start this whole concoction? How long has it been going? And kind of tell our listeners. How long do they ferment? What you make. Well, I started whooping them up last year. Oh, they've been sitting this long, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. They've been sitting fermenting. They're, they're so close to baby doo-doo. It ain't funny. <laughs> oh, Man, if you God. had a steel, you could make whiskey. So, I mean, what kind of beans do you put in there? Soybeans, man, the classic Kansas soybean, you know. Really? You can't beat it. You just can't beat it. The catfish just love it. So, all right, so you put your, your soybeans in there. Then what else do you put in there? Well, you can just mix, you know, like a five-gallon bucket halfway full of dry beans and the rest with water and let them ferment real good. Now, you know, the old, the old uh, uh, what do they call them, the old back flyer, <laughs> the old greenback? Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 he'll get in there and procate a little bit, you know, and get them old mags going. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing like good old Kansas homegrown mag, boy. That's right. That's the stuff. That is the stuff. Now, oh, man, my mouth's watering. Now, occasionally, <laughs> you might put a little blood in there, huh? Oh, yeah, you get a little blood from, you know, from your uh, packing plant or up here at the meat locker or something like that. Any type of blood will work. Just mix in there with it. And, you know, when you throw the beans out, it's just like a time castle. You know, it just sits there and smolders that blood out of it. <laughs> you know, the funk and all, all, the, all the maggots and all the sweet. Oh, the lector, the lector of the gods. That's right. <laughs> now, and the reason you do this, because if people don't know, I mean... Catfish have some of the most amazing palate in the fish world uh, there is. What they can taste on a molecular level, I think it is. Uh, it beats oh, yeah. a hound dog. It's, it's, yeah, it beats a hound dog. It's amazing, and oh, that's why yeah. you make these. I mean, you can draw fish in from a long ways off. It's like a swimming nose, man. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, just... You ever seen a swimming nose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining it now. I heard that that uh, you drew fish out of John Redmond into Milford. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man, when I dump in beans, they'll come across land. <laughs> <laughs> now, how high is the water right now? Oh, man, the water's high everywhere. The river's up. You know, it's 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 cursed one way and good good another because you know if they start opening up the spillways. The river's going to stay up even a little longer, and then the lakes will be dropping, and it won't be that good of fishing. Then they'll cut it out, you know, and the river will be dropping, and the lakes take a while to get back, you know, to normal. And It's just a pain right now because all the high water. But as it was coming up, it was a lot of fun, a lot of good fishing going on. But now it's just kind of just there, you know. You just, just stay home, go out and get you a nice cold Pepsi, and just think about next week. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, uh, you know, we've been talking about lake fishing, but uh, does it change for river fishing? I know that there's catfish in the river, and they do spawn, but uh, is that going out at the same time? Yeah, it's all, you know, it's about basically about the same time. You know, it might be a week difference, not quite. You know, it's, it's, it's just basically the same tone wherever you go. But boy, once they're done, mm-mm, they're going to be ragged out, belly empty, and they're going to be hungry cats. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Cat Daddy. He says, now's the time to bait your hook. That's right. Now, Mr. Cat Daddy, to get out with you to witness uh, the bean hole and catch some of these monster cats with you, buddy. Uh, what do we have to head to online to book a trip, man? Yay. Services. Dot com. You bet. If you'd like to write old Cat Daddy, send him a photograph 
uh, maybe ask him for a date. Who yeah, cares? He'll go. A date that he can take you fishing, of course. Uh, send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. All right, so don't go anywhere because coming up next, we got Charlie Moore. He is the mad fisherman and the host of Charlie Moore No Offense on WFN. That is Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But this has been brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check them out, cinchjeans.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, you are so awesome. We love you. God bless you, buddy. Hey, the fish have bib overhaul. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> mm. <laughs> See you guys. Guys, don't go anywhere because there is plenty more fishing action to come. That's right. Mrs. Bunny's coming up. She's going to tell us about the night action for walleye. Next. No, right now. Right now. Now. Is that next? Take a listen. Now. Here's Mrs. Bunny with tips on catching nighttime walleyes. Nighttime walleyes. Night fishing for walleye on rivers is one of the most overlooked summer patterns. Most walleye anglers leave rivers in the summer because they think walleyes have two. But as water temperatures rise, so does the activity of river walleyes. At night, many can be found chasing schools of bait fish in shallow shoreline areas that are easily fished from the bank or a boat. Look for these fish near tributary mouths and river junctions where two Two currents merge to form a seam or a break. And now your spring revolution checklist. Jim. Jack. Trav. Jack. Bunny. Jack. Tommy Bahama. Jack. Don't move. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This is how we do it. It's real people, real adrenaline. The new app that lets you stream from the world's largest library of exclusive outdoor content. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. You can even download. It's adventure to go. That's what I'm talking about. Powered by the leaders. Built on the experience of legends. Start your free trial today. Download the My Outdoor TV app right now. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. June Fishing Free For All. Now here's Charlie Moore, host of Charlie Moore No Offense on World Fishing Network. Brought to you by Silencer Shop, High Mountain Seasonings, Cinch Jeans, and Cabela's. Here are the boys. Hey, this is Jim and Trav. We're back. Uh, we're talking June fishing free-for-all. And uh, before the break, we heard from old Cat Daddy telling us now's the time to get out there and catch those big old cats. That's right, Cat Daddy and Mac Daddy. But we're just now being joined by Mr. Charlie Moore. He is Boston's own. Uh, and he is the host of Charlie Moore. No offense on WFN. That is World Fishing Network Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. If you mess with Charlie, uh, you, you sleep with the fishes. You sleep with the fishes. Uh, Charlie, how's it going, man? <laughs> Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're 
doing pretty good. All right, so everybody knows you're a big bass angler. It's kind of crazy. This time of the year, usually it's pretty much warm all across the country, but in some places... Being hot and cold. Man, they're having a tough time just breaking into the 50s. But you know, in clear water, bass like to transition uh, their feeding patterns to nighttime to avoid uh, those sun rays. But is that even conducive uh, in your part of the country? And are you a morning fisherman, a day fisherman, or a night fisherman? What do you like, man? Well, first of all, I was really concerned and I started to drink the blue Kool-Aid regarding the global warming situation that Al Gore brought up. But now I'm, I'm thinking that the, the entire country, and including Boston, which tomorrow will be 50 degrees out and raining. So, oh, holy cow. Uh, it, it, it's making the fishing very, very difficult. Uh, the bass are probably two weeks behind uh, when it comes to New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, uh, Mass. You know, we're about two weeks behind. When it comes to personal fishing, I like to fish in the evening uh, when sun's going down. When it comes to doing TV, you know, some of the guests that we have on, Tom Brady, whoever, you know, Ray Bork, whoever, they, you know, they have a, they have that perfect time to fish, you know, 10 and 10 in the morning to two in the afternoon, you know, so it's great for TV. It makes it, a, makes it a very difficult thing. So yeah, personally, I like to be on the lake, you know, and having a, maybe a glass of wine or a beer and some cigars. And then you see that a four o'clock window coming and you're like, you got that two hour window of, you know, say six to eight. It's just absolutely perfect. Yeah. Now a couple of uh, two part question here. Now in the, in the Northeastern part of the country where you live, like you mentioned, New Hampshire, uh, the fact of the matter is the fish, uh, are not as big as they are in the South. Now, I'm sure it's probably the genetics and so forth, but they have a shorter growing season, don't they? Well, yeah. I mean, the smallmouth are just insane. I mean, you can't... I mean, people argue this all the time. I've fished all over the world for 20-plus years on TV, um, and, you know, there's no better lake, in my opinion, than, than, than Champlain. Lake Champlain, hands down. You're talking uh, the probably the best lake in the entire country. So, you know, um, the lakes down south, you know, I have a home. I live, We lived down in Florida as well for half the year, and, um, you know, it becomes a very difficult thing when it's so hot. I mean, you don't see too many people golfing at two o'clock in the afternoon in July, you know? So, so and, if, and if you do, you know, they're not from around there, you know? So it's like, so it's different. It's just all different seasons, you know, different food. I always tell people, look at equate it this way, different food for different areas, different fishing for different areas. Same thing. When you go to Louisiana, it's all about Cajun. It's all about crawfish. It's all about, you know, gumbo, jambalaya, chili. It's all about that. When you come into New England, it's all about the seafood. With fishing, it's the same thing. You know, different weather temperatures, different uh, structures in the water. It all changes everything for the fish. But at the end of the day, there's no better place to fish, in my opinion, than Lake Champlain for all around. Big largemouth and big smallmouth and walleye and pike and muskie and, 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 and all the rest. All right. So, Mr. Charlie Moore, host of Charlie Moore, no offense on WFN World Fishing Network Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, so kind of cool where you're at right now. Going to be in the mid-50s, heading out. What are you pitching for bait, man? What are you using? What are the bass really keying in on? Well, you know, it's tomorrow we're going to go out with former Major League Baseball player and friend and, and one heck of a fisherman, Tim Wakefield, the knuckleballer. Oh, wow. And Tim and I are Tim and I are going to fish for a couple of days. And, you know, again, it's going to be a struggle tomorrow, but I think I think we're going to be into some really good uh, uh, fish. Uh, throwing the two bait for sure. Uh, if we get some wind, we'll be throwing, I'll be burning a big, big old spinner bait, half ounce, double blade, throwing that bait out there and burning it, looking for a reason to stop and slow down with 
with a jig or two. But, you know, this time of year, those are my, you know, maybe a rattle trap, half ounce, red in color, just to kind of locate where there may be a few uh, bass. And then I have a reason to kind of say, okay, let's see if there's anything here on a tube or anything bigger down below down in the rock pile, whatever. But, you know, tomorrow's going to be fun. Um, but it's going to be challenging for sure. Yeah. Now, being in the uh, northeastern part of the country, now you, you've been talking about fishing freshwater. Uh, do you ever get out in the saltwater, maybe go for some blues or stripers? I don't as much as I want to. It's just my schedule. I really like to do that. And when I do do it, I'm not really doing that for TV. I guess it just feels like I'm not working. So I do go out at least once a year to film whether somebody requested or I just want to do it. But I don't get out there as, as much as I would like. Um, I, you know, 22 years on TV, I thought I'd be able to, you know, slow down a little bit. And really, I feel like I'm just, you know, amping up like more than I ever have. So the schedule is just so tight that, um, you know, no, I don't. I do get out there personally. Uh, you know, there's nothing better than going to Rhode Island, maybe doing a little clamming on the, on, on the, on the ocean and coming in with your own clams, your friend's house, you're cooking up some lobsters, some steamers, having a cold beer. It's just, it's just, there's nothing better. So yeah, I enjoy being in the salt water. Um, I, I wish I could film a little bit more in, in that environment. Yeah. Well, it looks like, uh, you got a great season ahead of you. And what are some of the things that we can look for? Well, I want to bring up one thing. It's so funny because I, I, we talked, I, I, of course, I remember you guys from uh, six or seven years ago. I mean, I, I, I got my memory, you know, uh, rattled. Uh, and But now your voices are so distinctive. It's not even, I mean, I obviously can remember the interviews we did back in the day. But I did the first ever original show for WFN, and it was the year 2000, and I want to say two. And I just cannot believe how uh, far uh, everything has come since then. And I'm excited about the opportunity to be back on WFN with my new series. Um, so, you know, we just just got some great shows. We got, you know, Raymond Bork. Uh, we got, you know, a bunch of different uh, locations. Um, you know, we got a bunch of different things. Uh, Johnny Damon and, you know, just different celebrities and then different destinations and a few local people as well. So we got a really good... I always try to make a nice little smorgasbord of who's on and who's not and where we're going and what we're doing and just to keep it uh, different each and every week. All right, man. I, that's Mr. Charlie Moore. He is the host of Charlie Moore. No offense. Make sure you watch it. World Fishing Network Sundays, 9 30 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been brought to you by Silencer Shop, High Mouth Seasonings, Cinch Jeans, and Cabela's. Gotta get to a break. Mr. Charlie, you're the boss man. We love you. God bless. Well, listen, anytime you guys need me, I appreciate the love. And anytime you guys want me on, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, continued success. I mean that. You guys are doing it. And, you know, a lot of people can't. And so there's obviously a reason for that. But, you know, I'm glad you're having fun. And great to catch up with you. And um, thank you very much. Have a great day. Talk to you soon now. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev, the best outdoor radio show on the planet. Connect with the boys on social media and the all-new JimandTrev.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue next. Buy or Bust. And now, another thrilling episode of Buy or Bust on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Brought to you by Cabela's at Cabela's.com. It's time for Buyer Bust. Have you ever wanted to own a piece of aircraft grade 1661 T6 aluminum? That's right. I bought an F-35 Phantom Jet. Um, You now can by just going to Cabela's. We're actually talking about the Cabela's 7-inch aluminum pliers. Aircraft grade aluminum. Yeah. These are like really cool. No, it's, um, it's not a multi 
uh, tool. It's just a pair of pliers. These are fishing pliers. Like, have you ever, everybody his own, if you're a fisherman or woman, because uh, Mrs. Buddy, you are here. You betcha. Um, also, so is Jimbo. <laughs> kind of. We're not too sure what the gender is yet, <laughs> folks. Uh, no, everyone's had fishing pliers, and there's either really good fishing pliers or there's really crappy fishing pliers. And also, people have dropped pliers overboard. You lose them in the water, right? Uh-huh. Now, oh, these are really cool. So these Cabela 7-inch aluminum pliers, obviously... Guess how long they are. How about seven inches? Nine <laughs> inches long. Oh, no. <laughs> seven inches looks better than the name. No, so they actually come with a little sheath that they go on. It goes on your belt. But the cool part is they're on a lanyard. They're tethered. And so they're actually tethered to the, the sheath. And so if you're like Jimbo, you're going to drop them as soon as you get Always. them in the water. Now they're just going to sit there and kind of dangle. I mean, they're really nice. So now these have the ability. I mean, they easily cut, obviously, braid, monofilament, and fluorocarbon, but you could strip, you could cut, you could dig hooks out, a little bit of everything with these pliers. Yeah, this is multifunction in that way. Yeah, you kind of kill two birds with one stone. You have a lot of different uses for these things. It's kind of like me. I'm multi-purpose. There you go. I'm yeah. pretty special. Well, yeah, they've got, they've got these at, <laughs> the, at she the, laughs. Yeah, they've got these at Cabela's, and you can get one with a 55 Buick attached to it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get that joke. It's a multi-tool. Uh, they have a lifetime guarantee on them. Well, I would hope so. And that's pretty cool. If you buy it now, there's free shipping. There you yeah. go. This is this is a great Father's Day gift. Think about this yeah. one. I say buy go it. Go to the uh, multi-tool aisle at Cabela's. They got yeah. These, I'm what's sure the name they, of them again? They have a multi-tool aisle. Go. Where's where's your multi-tool aisle? <laughs> hit no, the just fish, hit go the, the fishing aisle. Go to the fishing department and For check out the, the Cabela's seven-inch aluminum pliers that are actually okay. nine inches long. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And they got a cool case. I already said that, but it's pretty neat. I like anything with a case. Uh, go check out once again. Like a 12-pack of beer. Yep. <laughs> the Cabela's 7-inch aluminum pliers. Once again, they're only 19 bucks at Cabela's. And like Jimbo said, though, great Father's Day gift right here. Yep. Yep. Right. For the guy who has everything but these. Or the girl. Okay. I know it's not Father's Day, but <laughs> whatever. Buy it. Uh, buy it. We say buy it. Go check them out today, Cabela's.com, or even better, like Jibbo said, in person in the multi-purpose tool aisle. Um, right, we <laughs> got to- those marked, too. We got to get to a break. We will return right after this. Stay tuned for another episode of Buy or Bust on the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Cabela's at Cabela's.com. See you later. Bye. Later, dude. The show's over. Well, goodbye. That's a wrap on the Revolution with Jim and Trav this week. Connect with the show 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Man, we talked about fishing all over the country. That's right. Did a great two-parter with Doug Stangy. Then Cat Daddy joined us. How about Charlie Moore, Mrs. Bunny? This was a great show. That's right, guys. Happy Father's Day a little bit early to all the dads out there. You bet. Hey, and we want to thank our 515 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right. Get outdoors this weekend and take some dads with you. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you don't have a dad, go find a dad. No, Take get oatmeal. Some, get some kids outdoors this weekend. If you don't have kids, get busy making some. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Jesus loves you. And uh, procreate. Now, get outdoors. <laughs> um, you know, next week we're talking about bushcraft. That's right, outdoor skills. Things you need to know to survive in the wild. All right, we do have to get to a break. We love you. Peace out. America rules. God bless you.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.